Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. So we were talking about uh, Fiona, the hurricane that hit uh, Canada. Of course, it rolled from Bermuda up to Nova Scotia. And now Ian is getting ready to uh, rip the Gulf Coast and crash into Florida and primarily Tampa and most of the uh, northern part of the state as it rides up the East Coast and and then comes through New York eventually uh, something like a week later. But the reality is I had asked Jay Berman uh, before the show today how he was preparing for the hurricane. And he said he's done a lot of preparations. He went to the liquor store and he got himself. <laughs> that's, that's what I do. Yes. Go, well, just basically go to the ATM, take out your Macs, fill the cart. Fill the cart. That's what me and my girlfriend do anyway, Scott. And now she found out about the super contest with my tweets. Uh-oh. You know what that means? Expensive Uh-oh. steak dinner on me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she drinks triple vodkas and likes quality cuts. I'm doomed. Dude. My kind of girl, my kind of girl, I got to tell you. All right, let's talk uh, with the prime minister now about college football. Thank God uh, there's college football because um, I hit a ton of college football bets. Uh, the last three Saturdays, I've gone 35 and 16 against the spread in college football with my plays, and that's 69% my favorite number. All I know is uh, I'm killing it on Saturdays. I put up, uh, I went 13 and 5 with my sharps on Saturday in college football. I had five last-minute plays. They all five hit. And then I thought, just as I thought I was Peter North in a porn, uh, I woke up on Sunday and gave it all back uh, to the National Football League. So I ended up being more like ugly Ron Jeremy than actually, you know, Big Pete. You know what I'm saying? From North to, Je- from north to Jeremy. Yeah, you turned into a walrus when the NFL right. hits. Anyway, yeah, no, hey, hey, college co- – College football is awesome, Scotty. I love those those home dogs and weird destinations and stuff. But you're right. Like, congratulations. We had a good uh, day on Saturday as well. I've been really liking college. Great games, too. Yeah, I love it. So let's start with USC. Uh, they score with just over a minute left to beat Oregon State and Corvallis. Uh, they didn't cover Caleb Williams. I didn't put it up as a, a sharp. I just uh, was with USC. Uh, they didn't get it done. Uh, they get help to convert a big fourth down at midfield on the game-winning drive on the Pac-12 network. Fourth down, they need the 49, pressure. Williams steps up, Williams gets away. Williams is going to be, this is going to be a first down on the push. There you go. Uh, The Trojans are still 
undefeated for Lincoln Riley, and they're pretty good. That's the first time we haven't seen them put up 50, 60 points. They had to actually play a football game, and uh, they got through it, and that's all that matters. Uh, and now Texas Tech, they continue to amaze me. They upset Texas 37-34 in overtime in Lubbock. That's their second overtime win in Lubbock. Of course, they beat Houston and the other one in double overtime. Unbelievable how this team continues to do it. Here's the game-winning field goal in overtime on ESPN. High snap, kick up, kick, good! And the Red Raiders celebration can begin. It's 2008 all over again. A crazy game here in Lubbock, 37-34 the final. I mean, I, I was surprised. I really thought, uh, Cam, that Texas would go in there bigger, faster, stronger, better players. That they, you know, everyone that goes to Texas are the best. Everybody that goes to Texas Tech are second tier. And that's just all there is to it. And TCU and SMU, it goes down the ladder. Were you surprised that this Texas Tech team continues to win late in overtimes against big-time teams? I am. They're gritty. And after you and... Uh... Ranieri on on Saturday. We were on, Scott, and this game was a, an absolute goldmine. When Texas went up, we got Texas Tech at plus 13 and a half live. The over hit, the, the, the outright. like every, This game was the game of the afternoon for us after you guys had the early slate. And I'm not surprised. Texas Tech and Lubbock, these guys play great football. Texas had their chance to beat Alabama, and after that, I still think the sting is there. They're a good football team, but, you know, you saw against UTSA, this, this game against Texas Tech, things lingering. They're just not – they brought everything in that one game and just fell short against Alabama. And now I think moving forward – I don't. I think the sting's still there, but Texas Tech's a good team. Love these – look at the home dogs. Oregon State covers. Texas Tech. T Texas Tech. That's what I love in college. It's tough to get these wins on the road. We welcome all of our radio affiliates, uh, SiriusXM, SportsMap, SportsByline. Uh, good to have you with us on Coast to Coast on a Monday. Kansas State upset number six, Oklahoma. They did it to them again. It's unbelievable how the Wildcats get under the Sooners' skin. And Adrian Martinez, he's been playing quarterback in college for 15 years now. He scrambles for 55 yards to set up their final touchdown on Fox. For Martinez. Didn't have time to throw it down the field. He runs instead. Martinez has the first down. State. Yeah, he's got a wife and five kids and a pension. That guy's played so long. I mean, uh, you know what I mean? Like, even playing since I was in grade school, uh, A&M beat Arkansas. They had no business winning that game. Let's listen to it. Arkansas hits the upright real quick on ESPN. It's going to be a 42-yard attempt to take the lead. Eli Stein's the snapper. Reed Bowers the holder. And here is Cam Little to take the lead for the Hawks. It hit the top and rains down into the end zone. Then he went and cried on the sideline to his mommy. They should have given him a flip phone, the fam. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? 
Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Clemson, a huge win in Winston-Salem, beating Wake in double overtime. Here's the uh, game winner on ABC. From the 22, third down and six. Billy Young on the left. Faked it to Shipley. He throws to the end zone. Caught! Davis Allen. There is plenty of hand fighting in the end zone with Mustafa in coverage. I mean, they are on their way. Uh, they're starting to, you know, win all these games. Uh, they've always had the defense cam, and DJ Ugalugalugalugalugaluga is starting to play well now and hitting his receivers. And they just they bend, but they don't break. And they got it done in Winston Salem against that Hartman kid, and that kid's a badass, and they beat him. He is a badass, but I will say this: Wake Forest covered, Scotty. We were on Wake Forest plus the points, but Clemson. They have to do better with their defense. Dabo Sweeney talked about it. I know Wake Forest is explosive, but they do enough. You're right. They survive in advance. Survive in advance. That's all you could do. But they got to tighten up because when they play another team that has like a better defense, unlike Wake Forest, they could be in trouble. But their offense was really clicking. That defense, Clemson needs to improve. I don't think they have that many tough games left, to be honest with you. And when they play Notre Dame, they're going to spank them. Number 15, Oregon holds off Washington State. What a game in Pullman. A last-second Washington State TD backdoor covers. I had the Cougs with the backdoor cover there. I had the Gator backdoor (laughs) cover against the Balls in Knoxville, 38-33. That backdoor covers uh, with a TD with 17 left in the game. I literally was running naked in my house. The SEC wanted Tennessee to have their October 8th game against LSU at 3.30 or 8 p.m. Eastern, but CBS went with Georgia-Auburn and Alabama A&M instead in those slots, so it'll be on at 11 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. Middle Tennessee beat Miami. They paid Middle Tennessee a million and a half yep. to play the game and for travel, and they went down there, and they ended up sleeping with all the Canes cheerleaders and the players' girlfriends, and they did it all in a five-hour window. Not only did they win the game, they got all the love too, Camp, and that officially ends Miami's season. I'll tell you something. We've been talking about this for a while, Scott. I know you're a Hurricane fan. I remember at at halftime, I laid it with Miami. That was one of my bad picks. We had a really good Sunday, but I'm like, they're going to come back and win. No, it got worse. Middle Tennessee scores early to advance the lead. What's Mario Cristobal doing? 
Another thing is, what has he done to become this coach at Oregon or whatever? Oh, I know he's an alum there. It's on the players, too, but he's not an elite coach. Like, you you can't beat Middle Tennessee State. This is this is a, a, a school that you know has a problem, Scotty. It's unbelievable. They want to be with the big boys, but they're not. They're bad. They, this is bad. That is yeah, a I don't know. Lot. I, I don't know. Look, and now, fair enough that they, they okay. got bent over. Fair enough. Fair enough. I do believe Mario is a really good coach. He won the Pac-12 at Oregon. Uh, he had a really good thing going at Oregon. Uh, Lanning's now running Oregon. They're starting to play great. Bo Nix looks great out there. They're tough to beat at outs. And if Cristobal stays at Oregon, I believe they're winning Pac-12 titles every year. And it's Oregon and USC against each other. So he went down to Miami. And people expected him to win a national championship in the first season with the mess that uh, they've left behind with Manny Diaz and going on and on. It has been a mess down in Coral Gables for a while. And the problem with the world is, is ESPN and all the big mouths go on TV every year and they say, the U is back, the U is back. And all their alumni say, the U is back, the U is back. Because uh, they're all so cocky. I love the U too. But I realize who they really are. They've been terrible for a long time. And you don't turn into a national champion overnight. They won five titles. It's been a long time since they've even sniffed one. So they have to rebuild. And this year is already over. You lose two. They look terrible in College Station. And they look terrible at home on Saturday. How many years then do, to, do you expect respectability? Another two? No. I think next year, I believe next year they're looking at 10 or 11 wins. I don't think they're getting anywhere near that this year. I thought with Van Dyke they could have played for an ACC title this year, and I think that's not happening either at this point. I just don't feel it. Uh, It was a horrible loss. Michigan held off Maryland. Kansas beat Duke by eight. The number was seven and a half. Cover. UCF beat uh, Georgia Tech. That got Jeff Collins and the AD at Georgia Tech fired. And in honor of that, I'll sing, I'm a rambling rag from Georgia Tech and a hell of an engineer, hell of an engineer, and I drink my whiskey clear. Uh, They fired both of them. I love that. Right after the game, you're fired. Get your own way home. Uh, Number one, Georgia beat Kent State. I had Kent State in 45. They covered. It was 39-22. I had Bama land 40. They covered 55-3 over uh, uh, Bama wins over Vandy. Uh, Kentucky beats Northern Illinois. They don't cover 31-23. NC State rolls UConn. I had UConn at 39. They covered. Utah laying 15 and a half against Arizona State. They covered. One question there, Cam. Utah, since they lost to Florida, have been rolling everybody. San Diego State, Arizona State. They're back to being with rising who they should be, winning every week. They're a great team to bet on. They win every week by 20 or more. You're right. I'm on me and you. We've been taking Utah all the time. And let's call it out for what it is, that game in the swamp. The receiver got tackled. And if it was any other place, Utah would have got a pass interference call and probably would have won that game too. We talked about it. They got jobs. You're right. Penn State beat Central Michigan 33-14. I had Central Michigan in 28. Ole Miss over Tulsa. I had Tulsa with a backdoor cover, 35-27. Ole Miss, but Tulsa covered. Baylor I had on the road getting two and a half in Ames. They beat them 31-24. I think Baylor's for real. Washington beat Stanford 40-22. to I thought Stanford would give them a game. They didn't. BYU beat Wyoming. Did not cover. Pitt beat Rhode Island. Did not cover. I had 31 with the Rams. Auburn beat Missouri 17-14. I think Auburn is awful, Cam. Awful. They deserve to they, lose that game. Missouri fumbled at the goal line, and it went out, and that was the end of the game. Auburn, you said it. They got murdered by Penn State. 
at home, and then they go play this stinker too. One good thing has come about our conversation, Scotty. I think the Pac-12's getting better. Take a look. Penix, your boy from Indiana. The Washington Huskies are for real. They're getting things yep. done. Oregon State, tough out. Washington State, they were leading the whole game. USC and UCLA are both good. We're losing you, Cam, so hold on a second. Uh, UCLA stays undefeated with a win against Colorado, 45-17. Notre Dame beats uh, North Carolina, 45-32. I have to say that uh, Notre Dame, I think, stunned everybody. Most betters were on the heels in Chapel Hill, and Notre Dame beat that ass. Is Notre Dame turning the corner? Uh, uh, not, no, there, that was a nice, it was a nice performance, but that was against a horrible defense. North Carolina's defense, Scotty, could be one of the worst defenses going. Everybody scores on these guys, but it was a nice win for the Irish. Well, they were three and oh, and now they're three and one, the heels, uh, Minnesota beats Michigan state 34, seven, that team racks up 500 yards a week. The Gophers. Great running game, Scotty. You know what they do? They beat you into the ground. Great team to bet on the second half as well. Ibrahim, the running back, all they do is just hit you and hit you and hit you and eventually take your will away. The Golden Gophers embarrass the Spartans. Let's take a look at the new AP Top 25 that comes out every week. Georgia, Bama, Buckeyes, Michigan, Clemson, USC, Kentucky, Tennessee, Oklahoma State, and North Carolina State, the Top 10. Oklahoma State didn't play. And I know NC State has a huge game this week. Penn State is 11, then Oklahoma. Oklahoma doesn't deserve to be 12 after that beating by K-State. And then it's Oregon, Ole Miss, Washington, uh, Baylor, A&M. I, I don't think A&M should be ranked, if that's who that is. I, I, I don't think yeah. they're that good. They're going to lose this week, too, on the road. Uh, oh, I see. Uh, Oklahoma, who is that number 12? I can't see that. Oh, Utah, the Utes are Utah 12, Utes. and Oklahoma yes. is 18. I can't see that far. Uh, I have 75 pairs of glasses, and none of them work. I just wanted to say that. And I just got them fixed. It only cost me yes. three grand. My guy did a Lance great job on it. You can see when Carver High puts up the odds and, like, MVP oh, yeah. odds and stuff. And I'm like, it's Chinese to me, bro. I have no idea what I'm looking at at all. You're blind. And then I saw yeah. Michael Irvin today. Somebody said, uh, he said, where's your glasses? He goes, I don't know, but I can't see an effing thing. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, 
just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is a whole new jungle. This is The Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. Mike Blewett is our boy Blue, and he's the host of Pro Football Today on Sports Grid TV on Sundays, right before I do in-game live all access with the crazy one, Marenzi, the king of uh, one o'clock games. When he and I are together, there should be felonies. But uh, the class of the network is clearly blue. It is suit and tie at the plush Ferreladel Studios uh, and that new set. I mean, do you feel like you're basically hosting the Oscars at this point? Sort of. I even got Walsh to wear a tie, so I know I'm rubbing off. And I don't know if it's a good way or a too stuffy of a way, but uh, hopefully we look good on camera. You look great on camera. It's great. How do you like doing it from there on that plush set? It's great. It's an unbelievable set. Nice job by Carl, our guy behind the scenes. And it's good to be doing shows in person with folks. Obviously, you know, uh, having done this for many years, there's a, a different kind of buzz when you're sitting right next to somebody live as opposed to, to talking uh, remote. Uh, uh, as much fun as you and Gabe have, imagine when you get together, right. the explosions and the amp- the, right. the, the the felonies to an exponential right. level would, that would occur. So when I went to the draft with Carver High, the one thing that everyone noticed was that I had a cooler with 160 beers in it. Uh, that was a little different than doing the remote show every day when we were together with 160 beers and, you know, 10 at a time at the pool uh, with all the hotties. It's just a little bit different than doing it here at the Ferella Palatial, I got to tell you, or Ferella Dell. All right. Uh, what was the biggest surprise for you yesterday? Uh, I was too busy bending over with soap uh, and, you know, grabbing the rope to witness anything. I was too busy being attacked, back, you know, back sores, you know what I'm saying, bed bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I would say that I was on a, a few of the underdogs yesterday, but it's clear, regardless of what's going on with Herbert's injury, that the Jaguars are a team that we have to take seriously on some level. Doesn't mean they're going to run through the league or they're guaranteed to win the division, but the cloud has been lifted from the Urban Meyer scenario, and Doug Peterson has gotten Trevor Lawrence to play legit football, and he is the prospect that he thought he was. He's got to continue to develop. I think the team still needs more talent, especially defensively, but they are in a position to compete week in, week out, and they're live for the division. They're, they're now second in the odds to win the AFC South. I mean, listen, they're in first. So forget about the odds. They're in first place. And all I know is that defense was vicious yesterday. And they got every loose ball and touchdown. And Zay Jones looks great. Trevor Lawrence, I said to Cam, he looks like he's in his sixth year. It's night and day from what he looked like last year, Blue. Agreed. Agreed. And everybody laughed at the Christian Kirk contract. Well, Who's laughing now? He's leading the lead, leading the team in receptions. He's scoring touchdowns. He's a legitimate threat. He's exactly what Lawrence needed, and 
I, I have to give them a lot of credit. They brought in a lot of free agents that are contributing for them right now. Brandon Scherf protecting him, Christian Kirk catching balls, Zay Jones catching balls. It really is surprising to see them doing so well so early in the season. Do you give him a shot with that six-and-a-half piece against the Eagles in Philadelphia at the link on Sunday at 1 o'clock? I mean, that is the team that I'm backing to do really well this season. I was teetering on them for, to be my NFC choice to go to the Super Bowl. So I think it's probably too many points. The Eagles, uh, obviously a dominant performance yesterday, but the Eagles played a tight one in week one against the Lions. And so you got to be careful throwing touchdowns around. But I think the Eagles are – Definitely the superior team to the Jaguars. It's going to be a great game. Uh, let's talk about tonight's game at the Snoopy in East Rutherford. At MetLife, you got the Cowboys coming off a win. Cooper Rush got it done against the Bengals, and now he takes on Daniel Jones, Barkley, and the G-Men, who are 2-0. and Let's start here on the line share, brought to you by BetMGM, with our passing props. Daniel Jones at 199 and a hook. It was 198 and a hook. Do you think uh, Danny Dimes will go over or under? Over, both of them, 115. So my concern for this is that the Cowboys have four sacks in each of the first two games. The Giants have allowed four sacks in each of the first two games. So I think it might be the same old deal with Danny Dimes getting beat up a little bit here. Uh, I don't expect the Cowboys at any point. While I do expect the Cowboys to win the game, Scott, I don't expect them to have a sizable lead at any point. So I think it's a heavy dose of Barkley. And I think Danny Dimes is probably right around this number. It's not my favorite bet, but it is a low enough number that I think you're looking over. All you need to get is 201 yards. All right, what about Cooper Rush? Cooper Rush is sitting at uh, 211 and a half. I mean, at one point it was 201 and a half, if that makes sense. The over is minus a buck 10, the under minus a buck 15. So this one's a little trickier only because the Cowboys have been so specific about the number of touches that they're getting for the two running backs. Zeke Elliott has the most touches with 27, but Tony Pollard not far behind him with 21. So a heavy dose of running back touches, both running and catching the ball. That being said, I think it's a big game for C.D. Lamb tonight. Seven catches for 75 yards a week ago. He's going up against three Giants corners that don't even rank in the top 20 at the position in the league. Right. And I think he has an opportunity to go off tonight. So that's really going to help uh, Cooper Rush's total. I don't think he blows past it, but I think a big night by CeeDee Lamb gets him most of the way there. All right, let's go to uh, receiving props. And you talked about CeeDee Lamb. Here it is, 60 and a hook. The over is minus buck 15, the under minus buck 10. Yeah, he's going over that number. I also could build a parlay for you. Uh, anytime touchdown for CD Lamb over that number on BetMGM, it's 59 and a half that you'd have to choose. And then the Cowboys to cover that, that comes in at plus 425. So if you want a little bit of a juice with a parlay, you can leave the touchdown out if you want. Pays less, but a little bit safer. But I'm going to build in the touchdown with Lamb over on the yards and the Cowboys winning the game, catching a point and a half. That's plus 425. Look at your boy Blue giving you all kinds of fancy bets right here, people. Feel good about yourself today. Sterling Shepard, 47 and a hook. It was 43 and a hook. What do you think of Mr. Shepard's chances tonight? Both of them minus a buck 15. 
it's probably the first one where I'm feeling I know that he is a key target for Danny Dimes, but I'm just not sure how efficient the passing offense to the pass catchers will be. I think Barkley gets a bunch of touches. This is the first one I'm not in love with. I'll probably go under on Shepard tonight. All right, what about uh, Barkley catching the rock? 23 and a half. It was 22 and a half. Minus about 10 on the over, minus about 15 under. Yeah, I think he's the whole offense. They're going to have to get the ball out quickly because of the pass rush issues that I mentioned earlier. And I think Barkley, all he really needs for this is two or three catches, and he can break one for 12 yards. He'll get you most of the way there. I think he can go over 23 and a half with Barkley receiving. What about Pollard for the boys at 20 and a hook? I just, oh, Pollard catching the ball 20 and a hook. That's probably the best one next to Lamb that we've talked about thus far. That one I like a lot. He's got six catches through the first two games. So I think he gets you there. And I think Cooper Rush trying to get the ball out quickly. I would note that Kayvon Thibodeau will make his NFL debut tonight. So hopefully the Giants generate a little bit more pass rush. But on the flip side, Leonard Williams is out for the game. So even though he's not a sack artist, he does provide some pass rush, not a really key element of the Giants' defensive attack is the pass rush. Defensive issues, this 2-0 start is great for them, but over the course of the season, Scott, we are going to see these defensive deficiencies for them. Uh, Hopefully, Thibodeau can add something, but again, Leonard Williams is out. All right, real quick, let's go to the anytime TDs and stay on Pollard. Pollard's at plus 240 for an anytime. I'd love that if it came true for fantasy purposes, for overall prop purposes for everybody. I just think that Zeke is still getting those goal line looks. So you're really trying to thread the needle a lot of times with Pollard, hoping he catches a ball inside the 15, inside the 10-yard line. So I'm going to say no on the Pollard anytime touchdown. All right, Danny Jones plus 240 for the Giants and anytime touchdown. You think Mr. Jones can get in the end zone? I mean, he'll be running for his life tonight, so I suppose he can break one, but would you want him trying to sneak into the end zone when he's got Parsons and others breathing down his neck? I think they need to hand the ball off. They'll have some designed runs. Obviously, uh, Dable has done a little bit of this for him thus far, but I'm going to stay away from the Danny Jones anytime touchdown. And what about Sterling Shepard, plus 210 for Shepard to get into the end zone? I know I didn't like his yardage. This one's more likely, I'd say, than uh, Danny Jones. Uh, I know you have another one potted up here for the Cowboys, which is an interesting one. I just think for a Sterling Shepard, Pollard, Danny Jones, those anytime touchdowns, those are decent odds, but I'd need them to be a little bit longer to start going in on these anytime touchdowns. I think it's at a generally low-scoring game. I like Lamb to get in the end zone. These other ones are a little tougher. Zeke is the most likely one on the Cowboys uh, above and beyond this list. All right, real quick, Noah Brown plus 240 for the boys. I I really do like how Noah Brown has been utilized. He's a five-year veteran wide receiver that hasn't been used much, but he's been really key early with Michael Gallup being out. So obviously I like Lamb. Let's throw Noah Brown in there and both wide receivers getting in the end zone. I got 15 seconds, Mike, respectively. When you have your glasses on, do you still struggle like I do to read far away, even though I have three different lenses, progressives, and I still can't see Jack Shack? Far away is great. These are only readers. I hate wearing them with a passion, and I take them on and off constantly during broadcasts. My man, Blue. I love you, bro. Thanks, dude. 
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, Mafia knows it's true. Uh, I like all the guests on uh, Coast to Coast, the regulars and everything. And Cousin Sal used to like really make Monday special. But Jason Scott just beats his ass. I mean, he beat him so bad he's not on the show anymore. I mean, I still love Sal, but you don't see him anymore, do you? Like, I mean, it's like Jason came in, the VP of trading at BetMGM, and that was the end of Funny Boy. Okay, that was it. I was like, all right, thanks. Because he's like... I mean, not only is he cooler, he's fun to hang out with and go to Vegas and party. He's got it all, except he hasn't got me that villa yet. But other than that, we love him. Here he is again to talk about all the money I give to uh, BetMGM every week. Uh, I'm really good at it on Sundays. I got to tell you, uh, I just told you my bloodletting. Uh, I went for it with the Bills, Chiefs, Chargers, Bucks, and Niners. I hit nine spreads yesterday, but the five that I went to the window with on the biggest money – I lost all five of them, and uh, I mean, my dog wouldn't even uh, wag his tail at me today. My dog lifted his leg on my leg. You know what I'm saying? It was a tough day for punters yesterday. You know, those five favorites you mentioned, but the worst thing about those, the last two, the the Tampa game and the 49ers game, they just hurt your eyes watching them, didn't they? They just, the, the offense just wasn't there. It was awful. I, I think the Bucks are posers because of all their injuries. They've been exposed. And I just thought the Niners flat out played stupid. And, you know, the safety and the field goal, all of it. They had that game in the bag at one and a half. And then uh, I wake up to 11-10. When have you ever seen an 11-10 NFL game besides, you know, never? Oh, I've seen a lot since COVID, since we started betting on table tennis. I've never seen it in an yeah. NFL game. <laughs> to be fair, the safety looked stupid. It was pretty smart because otherwise it was going to be a pick seven. So he's lucky he put his foot out the back. And, I mean, that I think that play summed that whole match up. It was just abhorrent. What is everybody betting on tonight? I'm scared to death, Jason, uh, after my luck yesterday. You got the Cowboys and G-Men at the Meadowlands here in New York City. 
Yeah, I think it's one of the situations where people's memories of, of going back 12, 14 hours and the, there's a lot of money for the unders tonight. We, we, we opened 40, 40 and a half in places. We're down to 30, 30, 38. Uh, and the, that's been one-way traffic in terms of the win. Giants are losers for us, but we're seeing sort of the money 55-45 as opposed to some 80-20s we've had the last two Monday nights. So 55-45 who? Giants? Giants, yeah. So uh, that's all that New York money, right? So all those New York fans are betting on the Giants to go to 3-0? and uh, yeah, well, a lot of it's coming from New York, but even nationally, there's, there's a fair bit of money for the Giants. I think a lot of people seem to think that, you know, Cooper Rush, they've had, we've got one data point on him and the the, the, uh, the Giants defensive team might uh, work out how to play him. So it'd be interesting to see. Sounds like you like the Cowboys. I do. Who do you like? I don't want to get involved. It's... <laughs> you and yours, I ought to go ahead with all of that. You don't have what to, were, it's the rule of the better. You don't have to bet in every game. This feels like a good one to dodge. Now you sound like my guy Warren Sharp. I got nothing on that one, but uh, I'll give you 1,500 analytics for the game, but I won't tell you who I'm betting on. I'm not going to bet. Like, I don't roll like that. Listen, I bet on everything, all right? Like, everything. So uh, what are the biggest props for tonight? Yeah, so as a rule, the props, we only bet the overs. Like, we might put prices for both, but the, the numbers usually for 80, 20 people want to be in the overs. I think they've been frightened off by the aforementioned table tennis game last night. We've seen a little bit for money for Saquon, both passing and receiving, a little bit for Zeke uh, passing uh, and receiving as well. So the, the running backs, both quarterbacks, we're sort of seeing money going both ways. There's been a little bit, the, the line has moved down on rush. Uh, some of the sharper guys have, have taken that. But um, it's in terms of what we've seen the last few Monday nights, it's been a tepid start in terms of handle. What about CeeDee Lamb? Anybody uh, throwing money on him tonight? Yeah, the six, I, I heard your previous guest seem to think the 60 and a half wasn't too bad. He looks like he's going to be the, looked like he's going to be the main target against an inexperienced um uh, secondary, so we have seen money. He's a loser, but he's not going to break the bank. All right, let's talk about um, how many people were on the Chiefs and Bills like my idiot face uh, yesterday, because I got to tell you the language coming out of my house. I was on the air with Marenzi. I mean, they had to l literally tie me down. I mean, I was, I felt the shoulder numbing. I felt the big one coming on. I had agita. I had, my esophagus was clogged up. You said today I sounded like a freak, uh, you know, wheezing. I mean, it's all based on watching the Bills and Chiefs coif. Yeah, look, the Chiefs, look, they were both very good. Don't get me wrong, but the Chiefs was the big one for us. The The Titans were six and a half, six and, six and a bit. You could get six and a half briefly, but mainly six down to four and a half in the last hour and a half. The smart guys, the Sharps wanted to be on the four and a half or the five. Uh, and the public, as we got lower, just kept piling on. So, that was the result that changed our that changed our day. Killed a heap of parlays. The majority of parlays uh, were over there, so that was certainly the two results that kicked us off to a, a fine day. Yeah, I'll bet it did. Those games were part of a bunch of games that had the line drop, and none of the favorites covered in those. Like Vikings from seven to five and a hook, Chiefs from seven to five and a hook, Chargers from seven to three. Then it went back up to six, six and a hook, Bucks three down to one. Uh, boy, those are you know, fairly dramatic drops. 
Yeah, they are. And look, to me, the disappointment was the Chargers. It's not the fact that Herbert was injured. The fact that their defense allowed in 37 oh. or whatever they against the Jags. I mean, that that's a unit that was getting a lot of a lot of positivity that people thought it could, you know, be the thing that could get them perhaps to a conference championship. But, like, regardless of what's happened to your quarterback, you can't be letting the Jags score 37 on you. I mean, dude, they looked so awful yesterday. I, I don't think they ever recover from that. And you know what? I'm sick of hearing about them going to the Super Bowl and, and they can't even make the playoffs. They can't even get a wild card. I, I mean, ever, ever. When are they in the playoffs ever? And then every year people go to the window and bet on them. Well, the only positive is they got the Raiders in that supposedly division of death, which is starting to look anything but. Um, you know, the, the, the Broncos are two and one, but they haven't looked very spectacular either. So I wouldn't write them off to get a wild card. So the Dolphins, they were at plus 5,000 to win it all, now 1,100. Are they bringing in a lot of money? Uh, look, they're big losers for us in the uh, people betting them the, to win over nine and a half games, and they took eight and a half and seven and a half juiced. Uh, so they're, they're really horrible for us and to make the playoffs. In terms of the Super Bowl, both them and the Phillies, who are the two big short, uh, the Eagles, who are the two big shorteners. We haven't seen much money on the way down. So uh, they're still big winners for us. All we've seen since the season started has been money for the Chiefs and Bills. People like the obvious what's in front of them. So I'm quite happy to get a big number against those teams at short odds. So we were at 20 and 11 on unders. Now it's 30 and 17. What do you think? I think I'm starting to think it's a trend. Um, you know, it's one of these things, is it a trend or is it... You, the problem with NFL is there's just not enough data points. There's not enough games. It's not like baseball. It's even, you know, the international sports, soccer, tennis, where there's a million games. To try and... You can, you, can, you can jump too early and see a trend that's not there. It's starting to feel that way. My feeling watching games is perhaps pass interference isn't being called as egregiously as what it was last year. They were getting three points being marched up the field 40, 40, 40 yards every time someone threw a go ball. So... I'm not sure it's been as strongly officiated. I think that's one of the reasons. So uh, Clemson, Michigan, and USC were your top bet games in college on Saturday and teams. Uh, none of them hit. That had to make you some bags. Yeah, there, was some, there was something in it for us there. Uh, the, <laughs> look, we, we, <laughs> My boy over there. <laughs> we, we beat the model security Saturday. But, uh, yeah, no. No, no complaints from all of this week, particularly USC. We'd, we'd come in completely demolished the two previous weeks on USC uh, against Stanford, then again, then again against Fresno. So it was good to get something back there. The title odds all dropped for Clemson, USC, and Tennessee on Saturday despite winning. Are they getting penalized for the close games, or is it just the action that's dictating everything? <laughs> People don't want to tie their money up and taking under plus 400. So I think it's it's even less than that now. Ohio State has the third pick. So we're not seeing the sort of money you'd see for Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State. So people are looking for a reason to back to bet someone else. They're the they're the sort of trendy teams at the moment. But I wouldn't want to be back in Clemson to win a, win a national championship. I don't know about you. So no, thank you. Uh, but I think they're I think they're on their way in the ACC, and they keep winning yeah. games, and they won at Winston Salem. They got it done. People can say whatever they want. They got it done against a a better quarterback. Hartman's a badass, and they beat him. Uh, I saw J.J. McCarthy and Jalen Daniels are getting a lot of tickets at BetMGM. 
are people really believing that the, those two, one of them is going to win the Heisman? Similar to the similar to winning the national championship, uh, you know, Stroud, Daniels, and Williams out—they're all very short. People don't want to tie their money up. We've got one customer who bets in six figures, who's bet the Jayhawks every every game. He's backed them to win the the championship. He's backed them to win the uh, conference, and he's had twenty five thousand on a thirty three to one to win the Heisman as well. So, so he's our worst result, pretty much on the back of that bet. But he's a Kansas homer. He backed him to win. He backs the Chiefs every year. He backed. They won the basketball. He's absolutely demolishing us, demolishing us right now. So, we'll, we'll give him a chance to win another eight hundred thousand of our money. I have uh, JoJo MB to win the Heisman at three hundred thousand. I'm really excited for his chances. Um, Pujols hit number 700. Uh, do you see Judge uh, with 61 tonight at Rogers Center or another night without it? Look, I don't want to be a party pooper, but the longer he doesn't get it, the better it is for us. What we're seeing is huge volume every single night since he's uh, got to 60 for uh, for Aaron to hit a home run. So we're just, we're just quietly rolling in the cash every night that he doesn't get it. So I'd be happy if it goes another six or eight games and then we can have some fun towards the end of the season and let him win. Gosman uh, beat them up at, at uh, the Bronx. He pitched really well against them. Do you think he can beat them tonight at Rogers over Severino and end that seven-game winner? Look, I think he's gone five games as, as long as he's gone this season without a home run. I think tonight's five games. So, well, I think he's been there a few times. I don't think he's got to six. So he's due, if nothing else. You know what game I had action on and lost was uh, I had the I had the Red Sox at plus a buck forty three the other night uh, in that game I think it was Friday night when uh, Waka was pitching and he was eleven and one and they were down three nothing they came back they led four three in the eighth they gave up that sat, soft run mm-hmm. to tie it at fours and lost five four and ten oh yeah. the humanity I had that money I had it all and then right through my fingers. Who are people putting uh, their money on for the NL East as it comes down to the wire? Yeah, look, it's the same. It's 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 still the same as what we've sort of seen for the rest of, uh, as of last week. They're, they're sort of they're betwixt between the Braves will be a, a no good for us, but that's, they're the ones we're seeing the money for. They always f around with the Nationals. They play them tonight at Nats Park. I kind of like that uh, Nats team tonight with that run and a half because they both have crappy pitchers going. And I don't think the Bra- I know the Braves care about the Mets and keeping pace, but I guarantee you they could uh, rather have a steak and a beard and play that game tonight against the crappy Nationals. Jason, you're a badass, as always. Uh, fun having you on Coast to Coast. Have a big week of making money out there at BetMGM. Everybody, I've been telling everybody, oh, look, I got my BetMGM hat. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, time for today in sports history. In 59, Giant Sam Jones throws a second career no-hitter while beating the Cardinals 4-0 in 61. Roger Maris hit his 60th to tie Babe Ruth's single-season record. In 62, Dodger shortstop Maury Wills becomes the first player in baseball history to steal 100 bases in a season. 71, Willie Mays hits his 646th and final home run as a member of the Giants. 78, District Judge Constance Baker Motley Crew rules that women sports writers cannot be banned from locker rooms. And then she wrote the song, Girls, Girls, Girls. I'm just kidding. In 81, <laughs> Nolan Ryan became the first pitcher to throw five no-hitters as he struck out 11 and retires the last 19 batters in a row. In 83, Bob Force gets his second career no-hitter, beating the Expos three to nothing here it no. is. Oh. Into the windup, here's the 1-1. Swing a ground ball. The third baseman overfield has it. The throw. Force just hits the no-hitter. It's only the, it's the first time in the history of Cardinal baseball that a pitcher has two no-hitters. There you go. Uh, 87, Benito Santiago, the Padre, sets a record for rookie hitting streak at 28. Jimmy Connors beats Navratilova 7-4 and 6-3 in 92. 93, Cubs bat out of order against the Pirates in the second inning. 93, Indians beat the Brewers 6-4 in the last game at Cleveland Stadium. 93, Randy Johnson gets his 300th strikeout of the season, making him the 12th pitcher to do it. In 06, Byron Nelson dies of a blood disorder at 94. I knew Byron Nelson, great guy. Bill Wurtson, uh, 07, dies at 77. The Blackhawks owner in 16 Cubs win 100 games. They beat the Pirates 12-2 for their 100th win. In 21, Justin Tucker makes a record-breaking 66-yard field goal as time expires to beat the Lions 19-17. Now, uh, this week, we'll have seven kickers uh, kick uh, at least 75 to 90-yard field goals in games in the NFL. And one of them will do it with a hoagie in his mouth and a beer on his shoulder pad and a parrot on the other (laughs) Shoulder, 95-yarder to beat my spread and cost me money. We got another hour on Coast to Coast with the Prime Minister. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.